Welcome back to another podcast of Talk Concord, a city initiative to bring you information about current and future happenings in the city of Concord, centred about why it's a great place to live, work, play and invest. We will be inviting members of the community to join us to talk about business, art and entertainment, tourism, health and more. Access is via our SoundCloud account, which is on our website, www.concordnh.gov. My name is Susie Pegg, and I am the Economic Development Director for the City of Concord. Our PIO, Stephanie, is letting me fly solo with this week's podcast with our guests, who I will introduce to you in a short while. But first of all, let me update you on some of the recent happenings. Last week, ribbon cutting at the newly renovated terminal building at the airport. It has some major improvements to the pilot's lounge and the lobby. It's now a very nice welcome gateway into the city. Thanks to, thanks to all of those involved in making this happen. Ice skating, yes, it's back at the Everett Arena. Go to our website for more details. You can also take lessons, something that I may have to take advantage of. Coffee with a Cop is coming up on the 20th September at the Charter Trust Company on North Main Street from 5.30 until 7.30. Make a date, meet one of our police officers. And Concord Next Zoning will be having a public meeting hosted by the City's Planning Division on the 25th of September from 6pm at the City Council Chambers. Come and look at what we're doing in the zoning and have your say. But today it is our pleasure to have as our guest Matt Walsh, Director of Redevelopment, Downtown Services and Special Projects for the City of Concord. Wow, what a title, Matt. And I know working with you professionally, you cover quite a lot of ground, but before we dive into all of that, let's get to know you a little bit more first. Well, first of all, explain more about your responsibilities at the city, given that long title. Yes, uh, I probably have the longest title in the city and it doesn't fit on a business card. Um, uh, as the title says, I have three primary, primary responsibilities with the city. Uh, the redevelopment side of things, I do a lot of work on public-private partnerships. Uh, primarily in downtown and in Pentecook Village, um, essentially buying up land, uh, cleaning it up, preparing it for redevelopment, then negotiating those sales and partnerships with developers that we sell them on to. So I do that. Um, I also work on special projects. Uh, some recent examples, the new uh, community center at Keach Park, uh, 31,000 square foot, $8 million facility. It's beautiful. If you haven't been there yet, go see it. Um, things like the White Park Skatehouse, which is starting up, which we'll, I know we'll talk about. So um, those things. I also do um, um, downtown services, which is code for parking, really. Um, <laughs> that parking. Parking. Uh, and it's everybody's <laughs> favorite subject. Um, but I am responsible for uh, the management of our parking system. And I do other things, too, uh, related to economic development. I, I administer our RSA 79E Community uh, Revitalization Tax Credit Program. Uh, administer our revolving loan fund program, which the city has, um, which supports economic development projects as well as affordable housing projects. And um, I also administer and put together our annual capital budget for the city, uh, which covers all departments. It's a 10-year capital improvement program that has several hundred projects in it that totals about $300 million. That's quite a lot. <laughs> it is. So tell us, how long have you been at the city? Uh, it will be 17 years in October. Wow. Anniversary then coming up. Uh, it is. Um, uh, I never imagined I would be there for that long, but uh, uh, Concord's a great place to work. Um, it's a community that 
uh, and puts its money where its mouth is and makes smart investment in infrastructure and community services to uh, to make it a, a wonderful place. It's a really uh, unique place in New Hampshire and really uh, in probably the country. And it's uh, uh, I never thought I'd be here for this long, but I, I've gotten to the point where it's very hard to leave. <laughs> well said, though. <laughs> so what attracted you into city administration in the first place? Um, I, I had a, uh, growing up, my family was uh, a lot of people in the public sector. Um, I also had a lot of people in the private sector, and, and that balance, we would sit around our dinner table and talk about um, the, the policy issues du, uh, du jour as a, as a young child. <laughs> yeah, we had some interesting dinners, um, but it got both sides of that. And I was also very interested uh, as in high school as a in the environment, in history, in architecture, in economics, law, and uh, trying to figure out which one of those I really wanted to do. And ended up stumbling on uh, city planning and got a degree, well, a degree in community development uh, in college with a minor in economics and then a master's in public administration. So that kind of um, upbringing and interest group uh, led me to where I am today. That's interesting. I think most of us would say we stumbled into this kind of um, career out uh, the outplace because it's something that we feel passionate about and yes. that's how we go. So explain what you've seen, seen, seen as uh, some major changes that are really making a difference here. Um, I, I, Concord as a community is, is has this very interesting culture and uh, the city has a long history of, of making um, investments in the community through public-private partnerships and they go back 40 or 50 years um, back to projects like uh, Eagle Square and Bicentennial Square that happened in the early 80s, um, all three of our parking garages that you know were developed in the early 80s and the most recent one 12 years ago, um, things like Corporate Park at Horseshoe Pond where uh, the Grapponi Conference Center is and all that office development that's occurred up there. And what I'm seeing right now is just the uh, the latest chapter in, in the, the evolution of those partnerships with... Um, uh, the recent completion of the Main Street project, uh, which is you know leveraging things that are coming along now, like the Hotel Concord project and the Elm Grove redevelopment of 5-7 State Street and 15 Pleasant Street and the Remy Block and um, the Sacred Heart Church uh, project. And, you know, it's kind of, um, I, I use the analogy in the past, of it's, it's kind of like, uh, you know, as the city marches on to get to the next place it wants to be, it's we're just at this current plateau on the mountain as we keep trying to get towards the summit, uh, whatever that summit might be. Uh, so, it, you know, there's a lot of, of good stuff that's happening that's built on the shoulders of other good things that happened long before it. I think that's what attracted me to the city is like it's an ongoing thing and one fuels something else. It's kind of an artery that fuels the other arteries. So I, I see what you're saying there, which is, is fantastic. So I think that leads us quite nicely into the things we, we see are seeing right now. And um, there's a couple of things is the White Park Skate House. Do you, do you want to talk about that? I thought the video of the crunching of it and demolishing was really good. Lots of crunching. But talk a little <laughs> bit more about that. Demolition is uh, the best part of any project. I don't care what you're doing. <laughs> uh, those guys have great job satisfaction. Someday when I, I want to get out of the, pri the public sector, I'll become a demolition contractor. <laughs> Um, so the White Park Skatehouse uh, is, um, we're basically replacing the structure that was built in the 1950s. And in fact, we're putting it right back in the same location that the uh, old skatehouse was, was located at. We're even reusing parts of the foundation of the 1950s skatehouse, if you can believe that. Um, it's a great investment uh, in the community. White Park uh, is um, one of the signature parks in the city. 
Uh, we've invested in that park before with uh, the ball field project that happened about a decade ago. Um, and this is going to be a year-round recreational facility, even though it's a bit of a misnomer by calling it the new skate house, but it's meant to be a 12-month-of-the-year facility that Parks and Rec will run recreation out, uh, programming out of. It's going to be available for rent by groups that might want to have an event there. Um, and obviously it will support winter uh, skating, the Black Ice Tournament that happens every year. So it's a great project. Um, we've been fortunate. Um, we have a, uh, It's a Concord team that's working on it. Um, it was designed at no charge to the city by the H.L. Turner Group, great. which that's is a local fantastic. architectural yeah. and engineering firm that's probably about a $70,000 donation that they oh. made plus. And it's being constructed by Milestone uh, Construction and Engineering, which is also based here in Concord. And they were the builder of the community center upon uh, Keach Park. So uh, That's great really team. Good news. That's really good news. And it's nice. It's not just going to be just for winter, but it's all seasons. It's all seasons. And, um, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's another piece of this social infrastructure that Concord's um, very much in tune to and uh, makes investments in. Uh, it's a community project as well. It's it's uh, got a total budget of about one million one hundred fifty thousand dollars, of which half is being raised by a fundraising committee that's been put together by Mayor Boulay. Uh, it's being chaired by Chris Brown of New Hampshire Distributors and Jennifer Frizzell. And uh, folks can go online and look for I believe it's WhitePartConcordNH.org if they were interested in making a donation to a very worthy project. And it doesn't have to be large. It can be small. So if, if it's something you're passionate about, go online. Donate and support something that's very important to the community. Small gifts are wonderful. That's wonderful. So, um, <laughs> School Street Parking Garage, I've seen that structure go up. It's very, uh, very pretty now. Uh, talk a little bit more about that. So, yeah, the School Street Parking Garage, it was built in 1983. Uh, so it's getting on in age. You know, it's about 35 years old. Um you know, it's gotten to the point where it needed a, a significant uh, renovation, not only to make sure it stays structurally sound, but also some updating to make it a little more user-friendly uh, for our customers. Um, so the garage itself is about 170,000 square feet, has 467 parking spaces in it. Hmm. And uh, we embarked on a pl uh, 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 the renovation project last November. Uh, it has a 30-month duration, 30-month schedule, wow. um, because it's difficult to rebuild a garage while it's staying open and used every single day. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's about a $5.2 million investment. Um, again, another investment that the city's making. Parking is an important economic development mm -hmm. um, issue for downtown Concord, and it's a tool without our, our parking garages, of which we have three of them that have about uh, 1,250 spaces. Um, it's hard to support economic development downtown right. if people don't have a place to park. So uh, it's a great project. We appreciate the patience of the public and our <laughs> tenants while we're going through that because it's uh, anybody who's lived through a kitchen renovation for six <laughs> weeks knows that's not an easy process. And certainly rebuilding a 170,000-square-foot facility, which is four acres of concrete and steel, um, while everybody's using it every day is not easy either. Um, but we're excited. The, the North Stair Tower, uh, which is on School Street, is going to open October 1st. Wow. Um, we'll roll into replacing the elevator next, which will happen in early October. It will take us about 10 or 12 weeks. And then we'll roll on to the South Stair Tower, all while we're also doing our steel restoration and concrete restoration um, in the background. And I must admit, they made a great job of keeping it tidy and stuff. I use that car park to cut through to, to the square, and it's been lovely. It's been kept clean, tidy. People have known where to go and stuff, so, uh, you know, commendable uh, activity there. So, next one, the Allied Leather uh, Tannery update. What's going on there? 
Uh, so Allied Leather is a, is a, it's got a long history in Concord. It's located in Penacook Village, which is um, on our northern border uh, with the town of Bosquin. Uh, it's a charming, uh, quintessential New, New England village set on the Kentuckic River. It's lovely. Um, Allied Leather has a long history in, in Concord. It goes back to 1846, believe it or not, oh, um, wow. when it was uh, developed initially. It was a textile facility that made cloth for sailing ships. And then over time, it evolved um, after the Great Depression into a leather tannery. It became the largest tannery in the state of New Hampshire at one point. It had wow. over 300 people working there when it closed in 1987. Uh, made uh, shoe leather, essentially. Um, so... When it closed in 1987, uh, it sat fallow for a period of time. It got bought by a local uh, entrepreneur who attempted to do something with it, but it was well uh, beyond uh, his resource level. Um, The city got involved in a serious way in 2001 uh, when we condemned the property and we started, uh, we realized at that point the city was going to have to be the quote unquote developer of last resort, that there was no way the private sector was going to be able to make it work. Uh, because of the amount of um, issues that were there, contamination being one of them. So over the last 15 or 16 years, we've been working at it. Um, six, acres, six, six acres of this facility are in Concord. Uh, we've invested about uh, $4.8 million into this site, of which about 40% of that, uh, that amount has been city money. The rest of it's come from other sources, including the U.S. EPA and others, um, and housing and urban development being one of them. Um, we're making good progress. We've, uh, in 2011, we completed um, the redevelopment of Fort Crescent Street, which is part of the site. It's now a $2 million medical office building mm-hmm. that is um, occupied by Pentecook Family Physicians. They are a tenant of the developer, which was DEW Crescent Street Properties. Or they're a developer out of Williston, Vermont. Um, the other side of the street, we have a purchase and sale agreement with a group called the Caleb uh, Development Corporation. They're a nonprofit housing developer based in Swampscott, Massachusetts. Um, quality developer. Uh, they are looking to uh, develop 54 units of affordable housing at that property. Uh, the city's been supporting them with um, uh, as they've been looking for tax credits and other grant funds to, to move forward that project. They are currently uh, waiting to hear if their uh, most recent applications for tax credits will be funded. We'll find out that at the end of October. We'll find out about community development block grants in early November. If those two things come together, we'll have a project. Um, the first phase of it will be 34 units. It will be one and two bedroom units. Um, and then ultimately the second phase would come in the future. Um, if all this comes to pass, you know, the six acres of land that was fallow and conquered and contributing nothing since 1987 for, you know, for 30 years plus, uh, we'll have created $5 million of new assessed value, which is important for Pentecost Village mm-hmm. uh, and the Merrimack Valley School District. Um, the city is going to retain a portion of the property along the Katukuk River for a future riverfront park, mm-hmm. uh, which is in our capital improvement program for fiscal year 2021. It's contingent upon um, Caleb or some other project happening at that site. Uh, but right now we're pretty optimistic, and it's it's been a long go, and it'd be nice to get this one done behind mm-hmm. us. I, I, I agree because it's um, 
you know, it's a bit of an eyesore right now as it sets, but, with, you know, I've seen some of the renderings and stuff. It's going to look fantastic when it's done. And it adds more warm bodies, as I call it, to the community, which when you're trying to attract businesses, people, is what you need. You need people for them to work in businesses. It's sort of something that the new businesses are looking for. So that's that's great. Yeah, it's a chicken and egg or a layer cake type of thing. You know, you need people first, then business comes, and more people come, then more business comes. Correct. So, yeah. yeah. But once you get that going, it, it follows suit. So that's great. And talking of more housing units, the Employment Security Building. Yes. Um, so the city's been working hard on redevelopment of downtown for the past 15 years. Uh, there have been a lot of projects that have been done along the way towards that end. Uh, the most recent one on South Main Street would be the Employment Security site. Um, the backstory on this, it's at 32 South Main Street. It's the big blue building on the dog leg on Main Street mm-hmm. that you can see. Um, long story short, it was owned by the state of New Hampshire. Um, the Department of Employment Security decided they were going to consolidate operations in central New Hampshire. And as a result of that, this property became available. Um, and it was going to be it's declared surplus by the state and made available. Uh, under state law, the city has a right of first refusal on the property. And the city council um, took a look, hard look at this piece of property and determined that it was important for the city con- to control the destiny of what happens um, with that development. And, and that's not unusual for the city. We've done that over the years with places like uh, the Concord Lumber Site, which is now Horseshoe Pond, the corporate yeah. park at Horseshoe Pond. We controlled the former Sears Block, which is now the Capitol Commons um, project where the Hotel Concord is, is in Red River Theater and O's. Um, allied leather tanneries in that same vein. So the city makes strategic acquisitions of real estate when we feel it has a long-term economic development benefit to the city. Um, so we, we acquired it on Halloween of 2014. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> superstition, Superstitions aside, um, we've held it for the last four years, uh, marketed it hard um, um, in cooperation with the Norwood Group. Uh, Bedford brought them on to help us. Uh, got, um, we were very fortunate to find the right developer, mm-hmm. and our developer is Dolsol Properties, uh, LLC. Uh, Dolsol is a, a consortium of real estate developers and investors. Um, they are led prim- uh, by the Dolbin Company. Um, Drew Dolbin is the, uh, the vice president of that organization. Uh, Dolbin is one of the largest real estate developers in New England. Um, mm-hmm. They own or manage 15,000 apartment units basically between the Mid-Atlantic and Massachusetts, New Hampshire. Um, um, uh, they're a multi-billion dollar company. Um, they have a vision for the site, which is exactly what the city was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, they are going to develop a new 180,000 square foot mixed use building. Mm-hmm. Um, 180,000 square feet, to put that in perspective, it is the size of the store street um, parking garage behind the Capitol Commons building, or it is two of the Smile buildings at 49 South mm-hmm. Main Street. So it's a massive building. Uh, be one of the largest buildings uh, developed in downtown Concord, if not the whole city. Mm-hmm. Um, the building will have 125 market rate apartments in there, um, one uh, studios to two bedroom. Uh, 5,000 square foot commercial space, which they're keen on getting a restaurant for, which I think they'll be very successful at getting. There will also be a 125 space internal parking garage on on inside this building, which you won't know. You the average person would notice it's, it's there, there the way it's been designed, but it is going to be inside the building. Uh, rooftop deck. Uh, the building will be seven stories tall. It will be as tall as um, uh, as the Hotel Concord building, maybe a little bit taller actually because of how the grades work. 
um, phenomenal views, yeah. um, phenomenal yeah. contribution to downtown. It adds to the vitality, more people living in downtown, uh, being able to support downtown business, downtown arts uh, and cultural establishments. Very exciting. So when do you think, I've been asked by people, when are they going to start seeing things moving on that? They're, the developers still completing their due diligence period. Um, they're working through things like construction costs because um, the construction market is very, uh, uh, very high right now. Uh, and things like Hurricane Florence are not helping that. Say, no. <laughs> so they're working through their due diligence. Um, they're completing their market studies, um, things of that nature. Um, working on some utility issues with Unitil and Consolidated Communications, which have been very helpful. Um, so we anticipate that if everything moves forward, which I believe it will, um, the, the building will be torn down probably sometime next spring, probably April time frame. That'd be interesting. To, so people can look for that. That's great. Yep. Good news. That's really great stuff happening. And there's another uh, redevelopment out there, Granite Center. Granite Center, yes. Uh, it's uh, Granite Center is a project that's being undertaken by two local developers, uh, Steve Dupree, who's been doing projects in Concord for 30 years, and John Chorlian, who's been doing them for about 15 years. Um, so they've worked together on other projects in town, like uh, the Smile Building and, and uh, the Love Your Neighbor Building, where mm -hmm. Gibson's Bookstore is on South Main Street. Um, they acquired two properties on Dixon Avenue, uh, as well as the former Eagle Hotel. Uh, it's about 100,000 square feet of real estate combined, and uh, they have a nice solid project. They are taking, these three buildings have suffered from chronic vacancy for the past decade or so. Mm -hmm. um, they are uh, making the necessary investments to make that more attractive, uh, to get the private sector to move back into those spaces. Uh, one of the buildings on Dixon Avenue, they're going to take the space and turn it into uh, market rate apartments. There's going to be seven of them, so a small hmm. a small addition. It's the, the building that's right behind the Remy Block at okay. the corner of Loudon Road and Main Street. Um, great investment. The city's helped out with some tax credits. We actually sold them some real estate to, uh, to help the project along, and uh, we wish them success. We always enjoy working with, with developers, whether they're local or far away, and and we've done many collaborations with Steve and John over the years and, and wish them much success. That's good news. So more things. And I know there's other things that's happening out there that we can't talk about today, but I can assure you there's a lot of things that are starting to come under our uh, radar screen already. So I'm afraid to say this, but parking. Give us some updates because I know you've got some great updates. <laughs> parking. Uh <laughs> Everybody's favorite topic, like I said before. So, um, yes, parking is uh, an interesting animal here in Concord. It's, um, the system is actually run as what's called an enterprise fund. So it is separate from uh, the general fund, which is what people's property taxes support. Um, and, you know, the city, so over the last several years, the parking fund has been struggling financially. Mm -hmm. Um, and we need to take an opportunity to step back, take a holistic view of the entire parking system, figure out what needs to be done, not only to strengthen the, the, the fund from a fiscal point of view, but also how we can bring it into line with best management practices in the parking industry today in 2018, and how we can hopefully make it more um, um, customer friendly for our users, as well as how we can use it to support economic development in downtown. So uh, with all that in mind, about three years ago, or more than three years ago, the city embarked on a strategic planning process for the parking system. Um, that process com was completed about a year ago, and the initial changes uh, to implement those recommendations took place, uh, took place on July 1st of 2018. 
um, things like uh, we did change rates. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we went to a dollar on the street, but we kept rates in the garage at 50 cents an hour uh, because we want to encourage people, long-term parkers, to park in the garage as, as much as they can. Um, that was done um, to generate the revenues we need to maintain our parking facilities. So we talked about the School Street parking garage a little while ago. million investment that, um, you know, if we didn't charge for parking, that cost would be borne by the taxpayers Mm -hmm. and um, um, instead of the users. And many of our parking users are not from Concord. So we'd make a choice to to use it, uh, to run it as a utility uh, where users pay the fees. So we did that. Um, We uh, changed our hours of enforcement. We did that. So we are now enforcing Monday through Saturday. That's new. Yes. It is new. It is new. Farmer's market. You get a lot of people still saying, do I have to pay? Yes, you do. Including me. (laughs) So we're doing 9 to 7 instead of previously we were Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. And we changed our hours because... Um, 9 a.m. Uh, is better for downtown economic development, especially for housing, mm-hmm. uh, for people who have are parking on the street that might not have dedicated parking for where they live. Um, but we're also going into the evening because our we, we did a lot of um, um, data collection throughout the process about how the system gets used and when it gets used, our parking gets used. And we actually get stronger demand at night than we do at other points during the day. Uh, so we, we did that to try and help... Um, uh, manage the supply of parking to make sure there's adequate parking for everybody. We went to Saturdays largely because many downtown businesses asked us to, which sounds counterintuitive, but when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. We didn't enforce on Saturdays, which means somebody would park in front of a store and they'd park there all day long, and whether they're shopping or they're an employee elsewhere downtown, and or there was a special event going on downtown and that parking would get uh, chewed up for it all day on a Saturday. So we started enforcing um, so we could actually turn over that parking mm-hmm. to make sure that um, there was adequate access to parking. Um, we've done other things. We changed our time limits on the street to make them longer so it's more user-friendly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing some other things. Um, we're demoing uh, some new smart meters in kiosks. Good. Um, glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. <laughs> our, our, our current kiosks are 10 years old, and they've done millions of transactions, and they're basically computers, and they have to get constantly rebuilt because they're old. Uh, many of us don't have a computer that's 10 years old no. or even a smartphone that's three years old. <laughs> um, so we're, we're making, we're going to start a nine-month demo process for two different vendors uh, starting October 15th. So you'll see um, new meters on the street that don't look familiar and new kiosks. And we <laughs> will tell you how you can give us your feedback on how you like those. I think it, yeah. um, so we're doing other things that are customer-friendly too. We are going to be uh, creating a new parking website. Um, and which will be a one-stop shopping center, clearing center. Um, you'll be able to pay parking tickets online. So we don't like giving parking tickets, but when you get one, we want to make it as easy as possible for you to pay it before it doubles or quadruples because they do that after two and four weeks. Um, we're going to be getting an app uh, for your smartphone um, <laughs> where you can uh, you can pay for your parking online. You don't have to go to a kiosk or a meter. Good. You can just set up an account. Um, and if you've been to other places, Boston, Somerville, mm-hmm. uh, even Keene and Portsmouth are now starting to play with these. Uh, much more convenient. You sit there and if your dinner's running long and you're yep. having a, a great night and you don't want to run out to the car or your great, great lunch, you don't want to run out to the car you'll be able to do it online and it will actually tell you when you're running out of time and presuming that you're in a zone where you can add time, um, <laughs> you'll be able to do that. So Good it, news. It's been, a long, it's been a long process, but uh, the plan is working. Our financials for the last two months are right, are actually exceeding where we thought we would Excellent be. Excellent news. Um, so we're, we're, we're pleased. 
That's really good. And and just this is another thing to remind everybody. You can sign up for alerts on our website as well. We're not actually try not really in the S season, snow season yet. But, you know, one of the things is with the garages, you'll see alerts that you have to get your car off the road. And uh, again, the garages, they're free after seven o'clock at night, I believe, and at the weekend. That's correct. They are free after seven at night and they're free Saturday and Sunday. So, you know, sign up for alerts. It's not just about the snow, but it's also about, you know, street closures and the rest of it. And it's very easy to do quick alerts. You see what's going off and it, it stops a lot of headache in the long run. Well, Matt, it's been a very interesting conversation and so much going on here in this great city of Concord. Um, but I do have another question. In your opinion, what's the great thing to do on a weeknight here in Concord? A weeknight here in Concord. Uh, all right. So uh, this being the week of what's the date today? September 20th, 20th. Mm-hmm. which is a Thursday. So I'll just give you a recap of my week of um uh, on Tuesday night, I was uh, there was something at the Capitol Center for the Arts. It was a talk, um, uh, with, you know, with one of the characters from Law and Order uh, yeah. Yeah. about campaign finance reform. So if you were into that, you could have gone to that. Um, last night, I had the pleasure of running trails with the local trail running group here in Concord cool. and did my five miles uh, through uh, from Wynet Park up to Swope Park. We have Beautiful. so many trails and, and thousands of acres of conservation land the city has. Um, so that was that was a wonderful way of getting out. Uh, tonight, uh, I'm an amateur artist, and uh, <laughs> I am actually going to be taking my painting lesson starts up again at Kimball Jenkins School of Art here in town. So I'll be uh, painting from 5.30 to 8.30 tonight. So there's, you know, if you're not into any of that stuff, there's, uh, there's constantly something good at Red River Theater playing. Yeah. There's something almost always at the Capitol Center for the Arts that's not a, a heady conversation about campaign finance reform, but that's entertaining. <laughs> um, there's a new Concord Theater that's going to be coming along that's great. There's trivia at just about every bar and restaurant mm-hmm. at some night during the week downtown. Um, there's more stuff to do here than, than people could possibly do. And and it's, it's made me laugh because I remember now Thursday tonight I started my dance uh, uh, tap dancing at Concord Dance Academy because it's always when you start your painting I start my dancing there you go. so I never did tap dancing folks until I came to Concord so you can do anything you want right here. so it's really good so thanks so much for taking the time to talk to us today and we'd like to keep that conversation co- going so until next time have a great day